Coming up is Going Hard and Going Deep. I'm Claude Cobbs. I'm joined with Gil McDonald and Dylan Show. This is Gil, and in this show, we take a deep dive into a wide range of music, looking at the lyrics as well as the musical component of the song. And this is Dylan's show, Blast is but the best member of the Going Hard and Going Deep show. Catch us Tuesdays, 9.30, and also Fridays, 8 to 9 hour. And make sure if you missed our show to get it on wherever you get your podcasts, Going Hard and Going Deep, just search it up. It'll be there. All the latest and greatest stuff. Let's get right into the show, starting now. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm Claude Cobbs. I'm joined by Gilly MacDonald and Dylan Shubb. After a long weekend of some fun, seeing some local Marshawn bands, we bring you Going Hard and Going Deep, playing some good songs. We got a we got well two or three songs today for the for the greater good of the public for the culture <laughs> for the culture exactly well, yeah what's yeah. up you want me to go how you doing man I'm I'm pretty good pretty I feel good. pretty good for a Monday morning um, that's good a lot of fun <laughs> happened this weekend you you said it Mersound Band Puget Sound Band check them out on Instagram maybe. Go to one of their local concerts. They're pretty good, honestly. I didn't expect them to be that good. I think they have um, good their own originals too. But I know from the concert they're playing a lot of great covers. I mean, how many high school people can even try Freebird? Like, yeah. <laughs> come on now, yeah, play it exactly. To the yeah, that was that, that was pretty gnarly. Um, but also Jay Swiss. Shout out DJ Jay Swiss and Luca. Yeah, and Luca. So. That was a fun set. It was. Um, that was in a backyard. Had good, good guitar, good drumming, good bass, and then a little DJ set after. It was fun. Um, but today we bring you some songs. Dylan, do you want to intro your song? Yeah, I heard this one. It's by Sarah Vaughn. It's called Misty. It's just one of those classic, like, um, soul, not soul, um, like adult standards genre that like you'd find. Um, a lot of like boomers would probably listen to, but it's it's really good. It just soothes the soul a little bit. So sure. I have no idea what Gil's doing over here. There we go. Okay, he's got it up now. <laughs> but anyway, I think you guys are gonna really like this one if it's the right one. I know when we choose the to play it off of YouTube into Zeta Two, sometimes we pick the wrong songs, but I think this is the right one. We'll, we'll see. I'll immediately tell you. But her voice is just amazing on this one. So I think you guys are gonna like it. But we got two other songs from Claude and Gil. This is my pick. This is Misty by Sarah Vaughn. Moment you're near 
Never knowing my right foot from my left My hat from my glove I'm too misty And too much in love I'm just too misty That was a good song. Really was. Dylan, what what does that remind you of? Okay, I wonder if this remind this reminded you. I was gonna mention it. Um, it gives me a Christmas vibe. Why does that? Does that hit you guys anywhere too? You know what I think it is. What? Not to bring everything back to Fortnite, but I think it sounds like the Christmas Fortnite theme song. And I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Fortnite Fortnite's a great game. It's an interesting take. You know, <laughs> this even more specific, it gives me late night walk vibes. Yeah. It's like the moon out. You've been taking a lot of those? Yeah. yeah. I'm just a big midnight walk kind of guy. Yeah. Gil will send me videos. Yeah. Late nights just running. With Freebird playing. Just Freebird just running as fast as possible. There's two There's two different kind of midnight walks. There's a midnight jog and there's a midnight sprint. And yeah. There's a midnight walk. So there's three. There's actually three. But... The song, the song gives me the nice walking, not a not a care in the world. You're just enjoying, enjoying the moment. Yeah, I like that one, Dylan. That's yeah. beautiful. A little bit of context. So more context on how I found the song. I said it was from an Instagram post, but um, I followed this account. You guys might want to check it out. There's it has about eighteen and a half thousand uh, followers, followed by Ryan McCrary and a few others. But yeah, shout out Ryan McCrary, former MHS student graduated last year anyway it's called seattle then and it's um oh i follow that yeah you do yeah sweet wait let me check if you're in the in the mutual oh, no i don't say i don't think maybe, maybe you do a different account maybe okay but uh um, just don't follow eli swirland also follows this but shout out eli swirland. <laughs> anyway um they basically post videos and and photos of like uh streets of seattle right now and then also uh what it used to be like and what it used to look like in that exact same angle and they'll do kind of a cool draw over effect where they start with the photo of what it is right now. This one where Misty played over the song we just played was uh, uh, up from second in Yesler. Um, and it was the current photo. And then they started to do this drawing effect where they draw what it would look like in 1959. So that was pretty cool. And I heard this song and I was like, woof, I got to play that on the show. So yeah, exactly. That's That's how I got it. But diving into the lyrics a little bit, I'll let you guys talk about what you liked about it. Um, is the song is obviously about love. Um, she's talking about how kind of she's trying to find her way with who this significant other might be. And what I found was most interesting is that she's saying, obviously, um, I feel so misty when I'm around you, but around the fourth, um, stanza or verse, whatever you want to call it. Um, wait, it's actually the third. Uh, you can say that you're leading me on, but it's just what I want you to do. Don't you notice how helplessly, I'm lost. That's why I'm following you. So, like, she kind of realizes where she's, like, being led on to, but she's, like, okay with it. So, I'm kind of curious what you guys think 
like that calls back to or like how that relates to most people Her in relationships. No, no, no. Where like so obviously in the beginning she's saying, "Oh, I'm so helpless. I'm I'm falling in love with you, right?" Yeah, like Yo? I'm, I'm all But yours. then later she's like, "I can see that uh you're leading me on, but it's just what I want you to do. Why do you think people mm. feel that way that like they can't jump out of something because even if somebody is leading them on because they're so tied to them. Mm. Why does that happen? It's a great question. It's a great question. I think it's a it's one of those Maybe maybe this is too intense of a word, but like a paradox. Like yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's a perfect word. I I didn't know if that was too intense, but yeah, it's it's true. It's very true. But I want to hear want to hear Claude's Claude's thoughts first. I think not to be short, but I think that's one of those questions that you just kind of have to leave to your own interpretation and experiences, and because you can't you know you can't really answer it. That type of question. You don't, you don't have an answer with one perspective. I mean, what's your answer? I mean, my so I my, my simple answer is you know like if you're if you're in that kind of feeling of of you're in a state where you won't think otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You're in an attachment like that. That's a different like mindset than like a normal like logical. Yeah, yeah. Pra- uh, pragmatic. Yeah. Pragmatic. Where yeah, you're trying to be practical. It's just it's that, well, that, that's in simple terms, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's a different, it's a different feeling, but I feel like that's one of those I questions that fair. it's up to interpretation for the for the listener, and I think that's what this song has its attributes for. So, yeah. we got a new song from one of you guys. Yeah, but first, uh, I want to I want to give it to Dylan, and ask him a question real quick. Dylan, if you got a quote, or if you got a saying, or if you got something, it's on always me who has to do the quote. Because I'm looking straight at you. Man. Oh man, I'm looking through Dylan through a glass window right now. If you got mm. anything on your mind, it doesn't have to be a quote. It can just be a word. Um, let the people know. Let's see. Consistency <laughs> and variety. Hmm. Deep. <laughs> Those are my two. Consistency. Because you want to live consistently. You want to do everything you do to an element that you can sustain, right? You want you don't want to do anything where you can't carry on and keep doing it at a consistent pace because then you're not really that person that was performing at that high amount of level. So you want to be consistent in life, I believe. And then also variety is that people tend to become fixated on certain things in their life and view things a certain way. Um, I've had coaches in my life uh, that that want to view this is how we should play the game only one way. This is how this is how this should look. This is how this is going to be. And life, like I feel like, doesn't have to be that way. I don't think you have to view it in one long path. It should be many different roads that you can take, and that um, it's kind of a, a calling to what is it, Dead Poet Society, when. Um, God, what's his name? He's in Good Morning Vietnam, and what's the actor? Oh, Robin Williams. Rob, Robin Williams. Thank you. Uh, and his character, uh, Keating? No, Keating? Yeah, Mr. Keating, right? Dead Poet Society? I think so. Anyway, where um, in the movie, he tells his students in English class uh, to stand up on the desk, and they're like wondering, oh, why am I standing up on this desk? And he's like, because you need to view things in a certain way. If you look at it one way for too long, you're only going to see it that way. And I think that that really ties into what I'm saying with variety is that you have to look at things in a different way and you have to 
change your perspective. Like if you're listening to the news, you can't always go to CNN. You have to go to Fox or you have to go. Those are two extreme sites, but you should be taking in all the angles of certain things in different ways than you normally do. Because I feel like a lot of confirmation bias happens in life and that variety can really like set you on an even keel and balanced. Wow. That's some going hard and going deep for you. That's so interesting you say, like, me and Gil just happened to have a full, like, long conversation about this on on Friday. Of the same thing I'm talking about? Same thing. Same exact thing. About media sites and their... Yeah, because a lot of people, they'll go out to, like, argue a certain side and they'll they'll search up, oh, like, if you're trying to write on anti-video games... Uh, then you'll go up like why video games are bad, exactly. and, then, and then you'll like you pursue that for what one. You want. And it's just like the whole world that seems to do that a lot is that we we and and it's fine. It's not to their their fault. It's just how our brains were like wired. Is that we uh, like things that confirm what we think, and we're sort of narcissistic in our ways, yeah. and we like what we say. And things people we're going to surround ourselves with people who view the same things, and that only elongates and polarizes ourselves with the people who don't view the same things and uh talk the same way and believe the same things that we do yeah and i think this this perfectly ties into our next song because perfectly our next song (laughs) dinosaur jr they they are one band that hasn't taken the the single road they've gone from a different very different many places um pulling inspirations from all around music um, whether that be like hardcore punk or kind of more bluesy folk. And um, yeah, today we're going to listen to Thumb off of Green Mind by Dinosaur Jr. Released in February of 1991. This is one of my favorite Dinosaur Jr. songs. It starts off slow and then it gets a little gets a little more. So here we go. This is Thumb by Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. 
We are back on Going Hard and Going Deep. That was Dinosaur Jr.'s Thumb off of the Green Mind album. A uh, little little genre change from the last song, but... Big time. But Would you call that grunge? Uh, I'm curious what it's you, like, um, what you characterize it as. Because that's what I was feeling. It's, it's hard to... Because it's early 90s. Yeah, it's hard to categorize Dinosaur Jr. sometimes because it's... A lot of it's post-punk, a lot of it's grunge, a lot of it's precursor to grunge. Because their first album, I believe, is in 1985. So it's it's kind of like, that's very post-punk, and that, that has a different sound than this album, um, which came out in 91. But it's, it's, all, it's all awesome. I don't know. I think it's awesome. I, I, love, I love that song. Um, it's a funny story how I found this song. I was watching... A Nardwar interview of Sonic Youth. <laughs> oh, really? Of I think it was in 1992 or 1993 or something. Is that dude still on the? Like, is he still in the mix? Nardwar. Nardwar? Yeah, oh, is yeah. He still like he's yeah. still like pretty popular. Oh, yeah. Right? That's sweet. <laughs> I, think, I, lo- I love watching his little interviews. Yeah, and so I was watching a so- I was watching a Nardwar <laughs> episode with Sonic Youth. Um, huge punk post punk band and. uh and Thurston Moore, the lead singer, was sitting in a chair, kind of kind of egging Nardwar on. And Nardwar asked him a question about Dinosaur Jr. I forgot what the question exactly was, but um Thurston Moore just started singing the song instead of answering the question. Just like never really like it just so loud into the mic. Yeah. And I I thought it was great. <laughs> so I had to I had to find that That is awesome. Actually. Find the song. But this song, you know, Jay Maskus, the lead singer, um, he kind of makes like his songs are so like you wouldn't think they have much character to them um, if you're just listening from like afar. But then you get, you take a deeper look and it's it's they're all super deep and super you know emotional and about like real stories that he's had, um, especially this one. Um, we don't have a long time to get into this, but it it it's like it feels like a breakup song is what is how I see it. It's like excusing like ex- excusing things and um not having enough time or not having a good time and i just like what do you think dylan or what do you think gil like yeah i just seen like there's like right off the bat there's always nothing much to say meaning like you're not talking as much anymore and i think that's it's a big a big sign of a a downturn in a relationship is when uh, you stop communicating. So I I think that really sets the stage for the rest of the song. Yeah. Don't what do you think? I think, no duh, it's super emotional. Um, I feel like a symptom of, like, um, a breakup, at least, is at the end of the chorus, getting up most every day, is that people will feel, like, kind of demotivated. And is that is that a word? Do you do unmotivated or demotivated? What's the right? I think it's, un- I think it's unmotivated. Unmotivated? Yeah. All right, so you feel pretty unmotivated to do stuff. You do you, though. I like yeah. demotivated, man. That's not a word, is it? I mean, degrade, demotivated, maybe. Make someone less eager to work. So you can demotivate somebody, but you can't be demotivated. I think you can be unmotivated. Ooh, term okay. phrase. So it's like you give it to somebody. Anyway, what I was saying is like that's kind of a symptom of like something that people who are going through something emotionally is that they have a... Like literally, it seems kind of silly, but they have a tough time like getting out of bed and like getting up and doing their day, which is like totally relatable. Um, 
but and like makes sense. So I think it's definitely an emotional song. But this was one of the few songs where it like has an effect on at least this happened for me is I kind of slipped out of like thinking of everything that like, oh, when does this class end? What am I doing here? Like, am I pulling up? Am I paying attention to the lyrics? I forgot about all of that. And I just let the song kind of control me. Yeah. It sounded like something I think you said with uh, Tame Impala when he played when we played him a few weeks ago, where you were like, "You don't really have to be into the song to like enjoy it." Is what kind of what happened with them? It was I just kind of slipped out of my life a little bit, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, I like that effect. It's uh, I, I don't know something about Dinosaur Jr. is just like they're such a great band, and and they have that effect because they have kind of these long songs of. Um, like they'll have a lot of vocals and then they'll, they'll be soloing for a while and the solos are just so like transcending and yeah exactly and like like they're almost singing in a way um so yeah it does have the effect that it's funny you bring that up um but yeah that was thumb by B- dinosaur jr off of green mind album of 1991 great album go give them a listen um i think we're gonna outro we don't have a lot of time we're gonna outro with gil's song gil you want to Outro us. Just uh, say what Claude usually says. Love everyone. Love yourself. Hope everyone has a great day. We had a song talking about someone leading you on. We had a song about a relationship a going different. in the gutter. But sometimes you just got to get it on. <laughs> Here's Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. <laughs> Ciao. Yeah.